0: Hey what's up, this is Deuce Means, welcome to Observing Report and this is the motherfucking podcast. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving, I don't want to hear nothing about that super woke shit, you got family, you love them, y'all hooked up on a Thursday to eat a bunch of food and kick it and hang out with each other till Monday, everybody had to go to work, then that's what you celebrate, all that other shit is just other shit. I don't want to hear it, I don't want to get no emails talking about deuce. Don't talk about that because the pilgrims really destroyed the Native Americans We know that, we know that, we know that, we know that I'm just trying to get together to see my family, my friends, people I ain't seen in a while And eat everybody's motherfucking food that usually normally people tell you You can't eat because it's too unhealthy for you, black man So that's why I celebrate November 25th, aka, or November 21st, or what the fuck, Thanksgiving. So, But I hope everybody had a wonderful one. I did. Uh, I got to see my daughter. It was good to see her. Good to hang out. Got to see some of my peoples. Um, didn't get to talk to any of my people from South Carolina, but I miss you guys. And I love you. I hope everybody had a good time and chilled and everything. Um, there's a lot of shit to talk about that's been going on. So, I'm going to hit you with a double dose. I'm not going to try to hit you with a bunch of too long podcasts, but I'm going to hit you with enough stuff for some good content, and I'm going to hit you with the double decker. First thing I want to talk about, which everyone's talking about, everyone is talking about this shit, and it's Takashi69. Yes, that motherfucker. You big dummy boy. Takashi, Takashi. Personally, before I get into what, what I've observed and what I want to report, Personally, it's like this. Hip-hop is hip-hop. It's going to have motherfuckers who want it for the fame, people who want it just for the money, and people who actually want to make good quality music. It's always been like that. It's always going to be like that. So I advise you, please, don't stroke out on a nigga and don't have a heart attack and don't just say, fuck hip-hop as a whole. Just because you see parts of it that you don't like and that you think it's fucked up and that you think it's going to fuck up the culture because the culture usually fixes itself. Don't worry about it. The culture usually fixes itself. It's been put together and the foundations of it is way stronger than our little feeble minds can understand. Um, Hip-hop is actually made for me, a man at 41, to be able to relate to a young man in his early 20s because of the common denominator that we both share and it's the love of this art form. It's a musical masterpiece that we call hip-hop. And so I just want all the fans of hip-hop, trap, rap, underground, conscious, whatever, political, whatever the fuck, whatever you like, just want you to go for, move forward with an open mind and understand that this is all entertainment. These guys are on these songs in these videos, on Instagram, social media, and it's for entertainment purposes. Please, don't take this shit, but with a grain of salt, and for your and musical ears or your visual visual um, receptors to enjoy it. Visual receptors. I'm trying to sound deep. Anyway, um, but back to Takashi. Look, everybody know what's up with him. He was uh, started off. What about say about two years ago hip-hop, guy was doing, uh, street music, was supposed to be hooked up with the Nitre Bloods, uh, used that shit to sell his, pl- sell shit on his platform, but, for some reason he was really a blood, he was screaming he was really a blood, and he had this crazy-ass color hair, he got this crazy-ass color hair, and these colorful, uh, grills in his mouth, and he's wild and loud like a fucking Onyx, like Onyx, the rap group, and, Honestly, motherfucker had a hot-ass song. I like that Gummo song. That shit was hard. It was good motivational music. You know, nothing to think deep about, but shit, the shit was slapping. But he's also known for being a blood to Treyway. Treyway. (laughs) And also, he's also known for trolling people. Now, my sons had to sit me down and understand what trolling really means. And, you know what I'm saying, for you old motherfuckers who don't know what trolling means, Or you, not even old, because 40 ain't old. But you motherfuckers out the loop. Trolling is a nigga that gets on the internet and purposely just fucks with you for the purpose of fucking with you. He knows that it's full of shit. He knows that he's being an asshole. He actually knows that he's being fucked up, but they don't care. They just want to get a reaction out of you. So, he trolls a lot. And by him trolling... People like it. They like to see him act a the fool. They like them to see him be fucked up toward people. And it helps him push his his, his, his content. <sighs> well, between the blood shit and the trolling shit, we all know that now he's in prison or jail and he's waiting trial. And they're talking about some heavy time on my man. And I'm not going to kill you with all the details, because if you've been, if you, unless you've had your head under a fucking rock, then you kind of know what's been going on with the gist of the boy. I want to, you know, talk about the effects that it has, not only with the music that we all love, but how did it get this point? What the fuck was he thinking? Uh, is it really to the point hip-hop is so fucked up that everybody just wants to become fucking famous and they just use any and everything to get on? And then what happens to the art for after you use it up and then it becomes something that you don't even like anymore? You turn your back on it? You know, these are all the questions I was asking. So, while I was doing my observation of Takashi 6 9 and the things surrounding it, I noticed a couple of things. Like, the people that involved, first of all. Hip-hop has a long history of dealing with the underworld. I mean, hey, hip-hop came from the streets. Some of the motherfuckers in the streets are going to deal with hip-hop. But this is different. The people that are backing him are actual gang members from a gang. He come to find out now is not a gang member. What he says, but during the whole time he was making this run, he was supporting the non Trey Bloods. He was singing out, "You screaming out Treyway," which is now a very, a very, very famous phrase. I like it. I actually say Treyway for no fucking reason. I get up in the morning, brush my teeth, Way! motherfucking hit my girlfriend in the back, Treyway. Turn on Grand Theft Auto. Trayway! You know what I'm saying? Making tacos. Trayway! When I clock in and go get my check at work. Trayway! It's funny. It's funny to me. But I'm a grown-ass man, and I ain't trying to gangbang, and I just understand it for motherfucking entertainment purposes. Takashi, on the other hand, was actually using this shit, and not only for promotion of his music, but actually making it seem like he had some real street cred. And the guys around him, was giving him that street cred by showing him love, he's doing videos with him, and if anybody know anything about street shit, once a rapper does videos with reptiles in the hood, then he's a credible motherfucker in in those people's eyes, which makes the music sell. And I don't care what the fuck motherfuckers try to say or don't say or try to sugarcoat it, we all know that motherfuckers use the street shit to prove that they're really street so that motherfuckers will believe them and come out to fuck with them because they want to be a real one. Well, Takashi did that shit, and even though a lot of motherfuckers said his musicals whack, people my age especially, that shit worked. I mean, he doesn't talk shit to every rapper under the sun, and he likes to go at the rappers of a certain age and call them old and say that their music isn't relevant anymore, which pisses everybody off because they're like this little motherfucker who everybody thinks makes horrible music is getting on him, and is actually winning, and they can't understand it, and it's proving his point, and it's fueling him, and it's feeding him, and it's making him more of a monster, well, all this shit done happened, and now he's really popping, he's, he's really popping the last couple, this last couple of years, he's had a hell of a run, and there's been certain factors in his life, like uh, certain media, uh, social media people, that has uh, showed him a lot of love, rappers and shit, uh, Nicki Minaj has done songs with him, you know, uh, posted up a lot of videos with them. DJ Academics Has uh, shown him a lot of love and support Seems like they're really good friends And um, he's been using this To catapult his music career Not only the gangbanging But the connections in the music industry And the trolling And it has fucking worked To the point where it worked a little too much Because now my man is facing spare times Case in point for those who are not in the streets, for those who don't understand how street shit go, I'm going to give you a light little lesson. In California right now, they have a bunch of gang, well, especially Los Angeles, they have a bunch of gang injunctions between the Crips and Bloods. Once these gang junctions are filed and put in place, if you are caught hanging, kicking it with any of these gang members, and you're a gang member from that gang, they're going to throw the book at you. Anything that you do gets added extra time, gets extra scrutiny or whatnot. It also does that shit with the same thing as far as investigations. Even if you aren't with that gang, if you claim affiliation with that gang and they do crimes or any kind of uh, misbehavior in a matter, you get fucked with them too. Doesn't matter if you didn't get jumped in. Doesn't matter if, you've, uh, if you're not in gang files. Doesn't matter if they don't recognize you or not. If you holler the gang shit, and they accept you at the game. And law enforcement finds out that you're with them in any way, shape, or form. Whatever crimes they do, they can link you with them. You're going to get linked with them. The best point I can actually make is Bobby Smurdoff. Bobby Smurdoff rapped about shit his, his people did. They connected the dots. Whether Bobby had something to do with it or not, they didn't give a fuck. He got the same he got the time like they got time. This is in New York. Takashi's in New York. Pretty much they just did the same thing they did to Bobby Schmurter, except this is an actually active gang gang that he's running with. Not just a crew, not just a clique of niggas that's rapping about shit. This is an actual criminal organization that has ties to Takashi 6ix9ine. Their management. Is one of the members of Treyway. The artists are members. Uh, oh, they're called Nitre Bloods, but the label's Treyway. The manager and the label owner. He's he's a uh, part of the uh, Not Trey Bloods. Some of the artists are Nine Trey Bloods. I'm pretty sure security before he switched them up with Nine Trey Blood. All that stuff was blood shit. And Takashi rolled with it. And now that Takashi might be served, might be facing a hell of amount of jail time and other shit. He decided to be like, nah, nah, that's not me, that's not me. Well, like I said before, with gang injunctions and gang investigations, if your ass has something to do with it, whether you was with the gang or not, if you claim them and they claim you and they connect y'all together, whatever crime they did, you're getting charged with too. Now, in hip-hop history, this has always happened. This isn't the first time this has happened. Like I said, Bobby Smurder was the first one. That well was the most recent one I know. I thought I I, I know. I know there's one in Texas, but even before that in hip hop history, motherfuckers have always used scandal and 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 so-called trolling. I don't know what we call it back in the day, but trolling and scandal to get ahead in hip hop. Uh, I, I was just telling somebody about Tim Dog, how Tim Dog was a New York rapper who nobody heard of, but he made a song called "Fuck Compton." This did N.W.A. and Compton, even though that did nothing to him and all that, he just wanted some attention. He did it. And guess what? Everybody flew to that shit. Flew to that shit. Hell, 50 Cent. 50 Cent got on with a song about how to rob. How to rob, niggas. 50 Cent got on like that the only difference is 50 cent really wasn't robbing everybody he was just talking about metaphorically with the music how to you know get on get over on these rap industry niggas and rob them. like he was saying look you've heard this all he was making it seem like he'd rob wu-tang jay-z uh, uh, pun fat joe everybody he was trying to rob everybody people got mad they looked at, you know, they were upset. They didn't want to be thrown in songs like that. They knew some of 50 Cent's background and knew that he was an official nigga and thought, hell, this nigga really might try to rob me. So it was intense, but it helped catapult 50 Cent's career. Among him getting shot and other shit in that beef with Ja Rule. But all the scandalous shit promoted his career, promoted his shit. Um, I can't use all beefs because some, a lot of the rap beats, you know, you knew who both of the... Who, who both the people were, and they weren't using each other for fame. It was pretty much they had a had a disagreement or what have you. Uh, another one I can think of is um, shoot 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 shoot. Uh, uh oh, Suge Knight, Suge Knight getting that uh, puffy at the social Awards. When Suge Knight did that shit, pretty much he was trolling, fucking with Diddy. You know what I'm saying? To get what the fuck they was about to have going on even more popping. Because Defro was popping. But they was about to have the surprise of the lifetime with Tupac. So he was just garnering motherfucking promotion for it. And he used the scandal of what the fuck they was going on to press it. We all know how that shirt turned out eventually. Which brings me to my next point. How the streets mixed in with hip-hop. See... Suge knew what the fuck he was doing. And it also should had the backup to prove it. There would be stories about J Master Jay being a wild nigga in the streets. Rakim being an official nigga. Fat Joe being an official nigga. A lot of these people that were rapping that are in the older, you know, in, 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 uh, in the past generation of hip-hop, they were really from the streets. They had to really get out the streets to make a better way for themselves and sometimes it was hard for them to let it go dub c was an official cat you know what i'm saying a lot of them rappers were it got bad and it got fucked up with Pac and biggie because people took it too far instead of just fighting and talking shit niggas started shooting at each other started setting up shit and mixing the music with the setting up of niggas you know what I'm saying? Like, well, who shot you? No one really knows if Biggie was talking about Tupac getting shot or not. Or hit him up. Where Tupac actually, whether he not dead or did not, fuck Faith Evans. But this street shit was now mixing into hip-hop. and was kind of getting fucking bad. I remember um, when Ice Cube and the West Side Connection got into it with Cypress Hill. And they crew in the Solar Sessions over some other, some West Coast shit. And them niggas was looking for each other and a couple of fights broke out. You know what I'm saying? It just goes to show you that the streets will always be in line in hip-hop. Now, is it going to destroy hip-hop? No. Because hip-hop always balances itself out. And cooler heads usually prevail either by, you know what I'm saying, talking it out or a tragic event. But shit always works itself out and it fixes itself. But make no mistake, the streets has always been a hip-hop. And it always will be. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of people coming from poor areas, coming from fucked up uh, uh, fucked up in environments and, and situations, and they want a way out. You know, that shit just don't go away like that. You learn to control it, and you learn to curve it, and you learn to evolve, but that shit just don't go away. And so, with the streets being with, involved with hip-hop so much, I'm not surprised, and it's, and it's not really a problem, that some blood dudes saw Takashi, saw someone they could make money off of, and got behind him. The problem is when the artist takes that street connection and starts doing shit that isn't street approved. Like, I don't know if you guys know a lot about how blood gang culture works, but the understanding of me living out here, It is a very different thing from Crips and Bloods and how they interact and how they hold sacred. Crips pretty much beef with each other. There's not a lot of... Crips can beef with each other unless they're all... You know, they have certain alliances. Bloods, I don't know if it's a written or written law, unwritten law, or both. But pretty much if you're a Blood here, you're a Blood everywhere and you all get along. Takashi was dissing known Blood members. You know, and whether this was hip-hop and you dissing him because of hip-hop, he was taking it too far and being disrespectful and adding gang shit to it. I heard it was even to the point where he was adding the coast, you know, east coast, west coast shit again. Somebody kind of shut him up on that shit. But here he is putting the heat on his own ass and him not understanding what he's doing because he really didn't know what he was doing. If he did, he would have stopped. But... Treyway was making money off of him. He's getting exposure. Everybody's happy. They're doing their thing. The streets is eating. You know, it give, and they're showing him love. And, he, and he's motherfucking showing out. And he's doing his thing. Until that shit hit him. And it fucked him up. When I mean it fucked him up, it really fucked him up. Because here's the layers of shit. Tekashi 69 and his crew, supposedly, supposedly crew, All got charged with RICO, uh, racketeering charges, uh, 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 robberies, extortion, things like that. Now that this shit is hitting the fan, Takashi's in jail. He's labeled as a blood. But because he's dissed other bloods, he doesn't know how this shit is going to fly. And the other bloods, if you watch social media and you keep your ear to the street... Don't really approve of what the fuck this nigga doing. You have inner street, uh, street niggas that aren't saying anything because, hey, everybody's got to make money. And really, you aren't trying to hate on nobody. But this here is going to be fucked up because this no longer has anything to do with street, uh, with music shit. This is all street shit. And right now, he's in a prison. And I heard they took him out, well, I read that they took him out of, uh, out of gang, out the gang population, put him in general population. But if anybody know anything about L.A. street shit, he can get fucked up just as quick out there as he can inside the gang modules. So that's one thing. Another thing is, found out that he decided to denounce Treyway and the gang and all that stuff. Well, now these niggas mad because you're flipping on them and they know once you flip, Nine times out of ten, you're going to snitch. And there's, and there's uh, recordings of them talking about killing them, fucking them up, violating them, or what have you. So now, you've beefed with Bloods, so you don't know how that's going to turn out. Then, you turned your back on your Blood homies, the nigga that was giving you the clout and support, so you don't know how that's going to turn out. Here's another thing. If anything you know about gang culture and race culture, especially in blacks and Latinos, you also know that Latino gangs, MS-13s, 18th Street, things like that, don't get along with a lot of black gangs, especially blood gangs. And depending on where he's at and depending on who's out there and wherever he's at and depending on what, uh, what gang is in jail and whatever and who calls shots, they're going to want to ask some questions. Primarily on why the fuck your little Mexican ass ain't on our side and you over here giving money to black people. I'm not trying to be racist, but that's just how the politics go. And it's going to be said, especially if these motherfuckers are in that prison system like they out here. And, you know, last time I checked, 18 Street's everywhere now. So, 9 times out of 10, somebody done probably said something to him too. That's probably why they're moving him around. And I'm saying all this shit to say he didn't have to do this shit to be popular. And he didn't have to do this shit to get on. But he did this shit because the fame was so addictive. It couldn't have been the money because there's reports now that he ain't making as much money as he was. Treyway pretty much called him out on that. But that fame is so addictive, that motherfucker said, fuck what all the OGs talking about. Fuck what the young niggas who's with the shit talking about. Fuck what Charlemagne and the Breakfast Club talking about. Hell, fuck what the feds talking about the first time they pulled him in to let him know that, you know what I'm saying, they're, they're, they're checking for you. He said, fuck all that shit. He wants the fame. And even before he went to jail and he was denouncing Treyway and told him he wasn't fucking him, he had the managers, he was still doing stupid shit. Out here in L.A. Uh, flexing on motherfuckers after he got shot at. Out here flexing and fucking with niggas. You know what I'm saying? On some real fluke shit. Showing he got bodyguards and all that shit. Playing with the game. Not knowing what's going on. Now he's in deep shit. You know what I'm saying, if it's if he gets the time he gets, then his music career is over. If them niggas get to him, they're gonna do some harm to him for real. If he gets out, he can't go back to doing no music. Ain't nobody gonna believe him. He's gonna have to do whatever he's gotta do to get his ass out that trouble. And you think you can go back to making street music after you did all this shit? Look at uh, what's his name, Troy Av. This shit is doing horrible. Same thing Takashi tried to do. Playing with the streets Fucking with the streets You know what I'm saying I'm pretty sure They said he was a street guy But instead of leaving the street shit alone He kept enticing motherfuckers with it Fucking with people Being an asshole Being fucked up And when the streets bit him And it was time to really be a street nigga He snitched So Should've saw that warning Takashi And because he didn't Now you're facing what you're facing he had an album to drop, and the album did drop. First, it was leaked, and then uh, he got the label. Uh, some label uh, hurried up and put it out for him. What I've heard from it, and this might be a biased opinion, it's not a good album. I've heard, I've had a couple of, I've talked to a couple of people, held court with some of the homies, some young cats, and I keep hearing the same thing: not a good album. Heard a track on there with Tory Lanez; sounded garbage. Heard Nicki track. I like Fifi. I heard some other shit. I heard one with Lil Uzi Vert. That didn't sound good. Now, on the on the whatever charts, say you got a couple of number one slots because the album just came out, so people fucking with it, and it's about streaming, so yeah, the streaming is going to look good for the first week. We'll have to see what happens after that to see, you know, that'll be really be the tell of time. But from what I'm understanding, this is going to be a flash in the pan. And it's over. Just bring me to my final point about hip-hop. This is our music. We love this music, and we understand how this music go. So I'm not really worried about the state of hip-hop. when there's Takashi Six nines, there's rappers that I might not like per se. There's rappers that a lot of people have problems with. There's a lot of rappers, there's a lot of people, rappers don't like as far as music-wise. I'm saying all that to say, with Takashi's album, you know, up in the air, some people like it, it seemed like it's not going to be as dope as far as listening to it, we already kind of knew that. Let's be honest, Takashi really couldn't rap, it was all about sensationalization, sensationalization if I'm saying that correct. And it's all about, it was just pretty much all about making a buzz. Treyway was trying to get some money off this dude real quick. He was using Treyway as a fucking uh, clout, clout, uh, clout puller. Uh, Both of them got fucked in the end. The music, if it sells, it'll sell. But from what what they're saying, it's going to be a flash in the pan. And rightly so. He really didn't show skill. He really didn't show respect to the art form, he didn't show respect to the culture, and uh, he pretty much used everything about it and didn't put anything back. And that's why the culture ended up eating him up. That's why the streets end up eating him up, and that's where he's at right now. Only time will tell, and only lawyers will tell will he be able to beat it. But so far it don't look so good for the kid. It doesn't look good for his music either. Which so brings me to my last point, like I said. The balance of hip hop. And this is for you guys. The old heads, the young heads, the conscious uh, rapping, listening to motherfuckers, the ones who just like booty music, trap music, the motherfuckers that just like the flex shit, the ones who like Drake, the ones who like J. Cole, Lucas Jordan, all this shit. Hip hop is hip hop, it is entertainment. Does it drop a jewel and teaches you lessons? Yes. Does it give you motivation and inspiration to get out there and get your money? Yes. But at the end of the day, the people that are rapping are entertainers, and they're using their art to entertain you. Please, stop being butthurt when your era of music passes and a new era comes along. There is nothing wrong with that. We have to learn to let it go. And this is I'm speaking to ones my age in my era in my generation. We have to learn to let that shit go. Not the music, but us trying to live our youth through the music. There's nothing wrong with going growing aging with their hip hop. There's nothing wrong with grown people hip hop. There's nothing wrong with listening to the old school. But there's also nothing wrong with if you hear some new shit that's popping, slap that shit in and peep it out and listen to it and enjoy it. Don't just be one of them assholes who always think, oh, my era was the dopest era, because it wasn't, and it was full with the same shit that these youngins go through. You talk about mumble rap, we had Nelly, we had Dos we had Mace. You want to talk about all the negativity they say in these new mute, these songs? Nigga, we learned how to flip bitches from Triple Six, Moppy, and Snoop Dogg, but that shit does not define us as a people, whether you're black, white. Young, old, whatever If you're a hip hop head War music doesn't define us It doesn't make us who we are It's just what we listen to And it's the soundtrack of our lives I'm gonna need you to stop being so upset At these young motherfuckers For what they listen to If you're around And you're giving them the proper jewels That you need to give them Then they'll have a good balance of music To listen to And they'll grow from it If not Then it's on them It's not on you. And for you old motherfuckers, one more time. Enjoy your hip-hop. But stop thinking your hip-hop was the best hip-hop ever, motherfucker. Because 10 years from now, 20 years from now, they'll be saying the same thing about this generation. And you young motherfuckers, stop thinking because we're trying to tell you something. We're trying to put you on game. That we're old and we're trying to stop you. We're just trying to stop you from being a Tupac or a Biggie or a motherfucking Shine or a Mace or the motherfuckers who love this music, who want to be around forever and not around, or they around on some subpart level. Whether you're an artist or whether you're a listener to this music, relax, enjoy it, be critical. But don't be so fucking butthurt. This is my time, y'all. I'm out. Shout out to my niggas. Uh, check this out. I want to give a sh- quick shout out to Tacos Los Polones. It's on 53rd and Avalon. They're there Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I think they're there on the weekends. Um, if you get a chance, check them out. They got something called Vampire Tacos. They slapping. I'm going to hit you guys in a little while with another episode. Till then, I'll at you. One. Yo, and this is part two of you big dummy boy. Uh I'm not gonna do the other intro. You know, this is the podcast, it's the motherfucking podcast observing report, and this is Deuce Means, and this is part two, and usually I don't go this long, but because these two subjects been on my mind heavy, I just had to hit it. Plus, I just can't leave y'all without politics because as a black man that loves politics, look. It helps you find out who's the movers and the shakers, how the policies go, what rules do what to who, how who got the power, who don't, who got the juice, who got the clout, all that shit. You find that shit out in politics. Who's sneaky as fuck, gangster shit, all that. Which brings me to my my part two of the episode, Donald motherfucking Trump. Now, if anybody that knows me, especially my girl, who who's, who, who I drive bananas. I mean, I drive her motherfucking crazy talking about this Russia, Mueller, Donald Trump thing because I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get her to understand is this is pretty much the test of America. Whether America want to say it or not, they didn't give a fuck what, who, when, how Donald Trump got it. They just wanted to make sure that their white privilege was in check and that, They could actually still keep a white man in office. They were a little scared of their power. They were worried. So they just got the first white man they could find and elected him president. Not knowing that this motherfucker was dirty as hell. Well, they actually knew. They know Donald Trump is dirty. The Republicans know Donald Trump's dirty. You know we know Donald Trump's dirty. The average American knows Donald Trump is dirty. That's why we all liked him. Because he was a sleazeball. But he was rich. And was like, fuck it. Get money like Donald Trump. Even though that nigga's a a sleazeball. Well now we're finding out two years into his presidency how much of a sleazeball ball he is. And like I said, this is a test for America. Same a test for black people, same test for Latinos, same test for nobody else but white America. White America. You guys voted a guy in that you knew was gonna fuck you over. And in year two, he's now fucking you over. The policies that he's put in place are fucking you over. Everybody else, the minorities, poor people, we're gonna do what we gotta do to survive. We always do get businesses, you know, follow the loophole. Uh, even some of us gotta do illegal things, but we're gonna be alright, we always have, we always will be, no matter what happens, but you guys, oh, 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 oh middle class white people and, 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 and those white people in those midwestern states and all those white people who feel like it's kinda okay to listen to Fox News and kinda be racist, even though you know that shit is dead ass wrong, and all this shit and this is trump's america and make america great again the fuckery is now started you're starting to see it in your in your in your checks you're starting to see it in the shit that you buy because it's expensive as fuck and you're also seeing it now in the policies that's happening i'm pretty sure you know about four uh gm closing their shit They're closing that shit in the middle of pennsylvania in the middle of white pennsylvania now I'll let you know everything you need to know about how Donald Trump's policies is working. Even though rich people are rich, the start my start my, start the stock market market is popping, and the Republicans that are that are in charge with the Senate and everything, they're getting what they want. It looks good on their end, but for the rest of us motherfuckers, well, we know how this shit go. And it's not about his policy. This is more about the Russian thing, because Russia helped him get the, the get the presidency. And they want something in return. But it looks like America's backup plan, their judicial system, is actually kind of working. We'll only know for certain if the powers that be, a.k.a. the Republicans that hold the final say with who gets impeached and all that shit, if they make a move. And they're only going to make a move if they're in danger or if they know motherfuckers finna get indicted you know and the other danger being if motherfuckers finna get booted out of senate out the senate next time around or they lose his presidency which they probably are and they probably don't give a fuck because they already got all their policies they wanted in place they got the tax cuts they got more money for the military they're able to do business with iran they're also doing business uh they're they're uh what else um They have tore tore apart certain parts of Obamacare. They're getting judges in. They got the main judge they wanted, which is Kavanaugh. So they're fine. And since they're fine and they're getting everything they want, they want, have you noticed the news lately? How Mueller, even though Donald Trump put a guy in charge to stop the investigation, he hasn't been able to stop it. And that Mueller, if you don't know who Mueller is, he's the head investigator of what's going on right now. Let me see something. Let me see something. Oh, no. okay. Hold on. Okay, this must be a new work. Oh. Okay, I'm at work, so. But nevertheless, hardworking American doing his thing. But back to what I was saying. Uh, Mueller is the head investigator for this... For these um, investigations that's happening, he's the head prosecutor. And Mueller doesn't fucking play. This motherfucker. For those who have had to deal with police officers and detectives and shit, this nigga's a real police officer. This nigga's a real by the books. I'ma go do my job. FBI. dun, Dun 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 dun. Motherfucker. And he's also a Republican. So all that. When Donald Trump tried to say he's put in by the Democrats, that's a fucking lie. He's actually a fucking Republican. He just one of the motherfuckers that really like to do his job, and he hates motherfucking bad guys. So he's really got a nut for motherfucking Donald Trump, and Donald Trump is worried because the shit that he thought he put in place that was going to work is kind of not working. Example, I'm talking about the, uh, the, general, attorney, the uh, general attorney that took over Jeff Sessions' job. Well, he can stop. The investigation. If he wants to, he can slow it down. He can slow the money up. Fuck Mueller up. Uh, won't uh, he can he can fuck Mueller up and to the point where you just have to stall out the investigation. Mueller can finish the investigation, hand him the paper and all the information, and then the uh, the general the am uh, saying the the general attorney, um, the attorney general. A general attorney, a, a general general attorney. I was fucking that up. Attorney general. The attorney general, who replaced Jeff Sessions, can uh, get rid of can get rid of the report. And never, it never see daylight. But it seems like Mueller has been t- thinking two steps ahead of everybody. Because while everybody else was too busy saying we didn't do it, we didn't do it, we didn't do it, Mueller just been sitting back, collecting all the information, collecting everybody talk, watching everybody talk on TV. Twitter and whatnot, and now, just to bring you up to speed, for the last six, seven months, Donald people that's been close to Donald Trump has been getting indicted. This latest ones are with Manafort, who's already been indicted uh, and charged, and also Cohen, who's already been charged, and both of them are working with the feds to give give them information on Donald Trump. Donald Trump is scared as fuck and he's trying to move shit around hoping that he can help, he can stop them from flipping on him by giving them pardons, talking bad about him, making it seem like it's it's a, uh, it's a hack job on him, but it's not working. At first, from what we can understand, the Republicans and white people were just turning the blind out of shit. But now that they've noticed that not only are policies not working that he put in place, that they lost the, uh, They lost the congressional uh, house because all that super crazy Trump shit they all tried to practice using didn't work. And the Democrats end up taking the Senate. Um, The tax cuts are, they're really starting to look like they're only working for the top 10% in the world. I mean, in the country. And you put that all together and shit like Donald Trump's ex-lawyers talking to Donald Trump after they talk to Mueller becomes a big issue. Uh, Michael Cohen giving out information that at first he was hiding, now he's letting loose because, hell, there's certain Republicans that are no longer in charge, there's certain motherfuckers that won't get in trouble, and they don't want to goddamn go to jail for Donald Trump because they know he's kind of shady. He even canceled his meeting with Putin at the G.A. Summit. After. Only after he found out that people found out that they were speaking before the campaign to get a big ass Trump Tower built in Russia. This was all happening right before the campaign. And right when Donald Trump became president, they scratched the deal. See, it's a lot of shit that you got to look up and. um go through which i will in another episode uh i want to i want to break that down for a whole hour because it's a lot of shit but it's a lot of information and it's a lot of research that you can do that'll just point you to the obvious shit now for those i spoke to whether they've been republican democrat black white whatever if they really stop bullshitting and really look at the facts they know and they see that donald trump colluded with russia to win the election or something But like I said before, this shit is really gonna come down to white people, A.K.A. Republicans that are in charge, that are going ahead and allow these investigations. Gonna go ahead and allow these investigations to take place, and let them come up with what they're gonna come up with. If they do that, then it seems like to me, America isn't lost yet. Anyway. And that people still give a fuck about what people say about their country. Because right now, it looks like for money, we will let Saudi Arabians kill our journalists. We'll let Russia dictate how our policies go. And we tear gas babies that try to come to the border. Now... America been doing sneaky shit. We know that. These motherfuckers profited off slavery forever. And not to mention all the other shit they did. But. We all held, held on to the idea. That even though America wasn't perfect. That America did shitty things. That America as the idea. Is what we was holding on to. And that is what the most important part. Even though the Constitution was not written for a black man to be treated equal, we still see that as a beautiful piece of paper that explains laws and how shit should be done and that we strive for everybody to be able to live equally under that Constitution. Everybody. Not just black, white, everybody. Everybody wants that Constitution to reign true. This is the ultimate test. Will will people in Congress and, and the Senate really put fire to Donald Trump? Is even Mueller really gonna really press him? Because Mueller's been quiet, and the only time he's had something to say, we need to let it something out. I and mean, then when he, when he needed to let somebody know something. Kinda like when the feds, when you if you watch first forty eight, they don't let you know everything they have, but when you lie, they hit you with something so you know that they got you they got you dead to rights. So you might as well stop fucking lying. That's what Donald, that's what Mueller does. And if he's on the level like everybody say he is, and the way he's acting, then Donald Trump's in deep shit. He's in deep shit. He's lied too much. There's too much evidence, and it seems like the people that can control his ad, that, that can control who go, who goes to jail, who gets indicted, and who gets let go, either A got their money so they ain't tripping, B are going out of office because they got voted out, or C, they're going to either get indicted or jail time or something behind this Donald Trump shit, and they don't want no part of it. So it's starting to get interesting. And people that's listening to me, I just want you to peep it out. Never mind that fake news shit. Never mind Fox News, none of that. Just read. Uh, Actually, it's a podcast that I listen to called Pod Save America. These are the two guys that used to write speeches and policies for Barack Obama's administration. They're on Spotify, they're cool as fuck white boys, they are these shit. And they give you real jewels. And they have a lot of black, and they have a lot of black activists, and a lot of black political leaders on there. So, don't give me that, oh, they don't know what you're talking about they're pretty woke ass white boys. So, peep them out, please. Their latest episode is fucking, it'll give you more, it'll give you more information, so... So you can go along with what I'm telling you. And um another thing about this this Mueller investigation the word conspiracy gets thrown around. I noticed Fox News and everybody else is throwing the word conspiracy. They've been throwing that shit around so they can so they can disprove the investigation. This is not a conspiracy. This is real. Just like when they saw crack in the 80s, just like when they dropped, cracked off in South Central in the 80s, that shit was real. This is one of them real ones, and it's in plain sight. And like I said, this has nothing to do with black people. I mean, it has something to do with us as far as policies and, and how shit runs in the country. But as far as who makes the final decision on if this guy gets indicted or if any real trouble happens to him, it's really up to white politicians, uh, the white media. To press it, and white people when they get in that uh, when they get in that voting booth uh, two years from now, what are they gonna do if Donald Trump is still able to run for president? So, you know, I didn't want to go to death on this. I just wanted to drop some jewels and leave some information there, and, and so people can keep abreast of the situation. Because I know a lot of you guys stay away from media, you guys stay away from the news. So I try to give you as much information as I can that is non-biased as well. As real and authentic. I don't want to give you no fake news. In the words of Donald Trump, nor do I want to, nor do I want to kiss the Democrats' ass either. So I'm just giving you the information, and what you do with it is what you do with it. Like I said, please go to Pod Save America. Go check them out. They give it to you in better. Uh, they give it to you in better details and explain it a lot more better than I can. But this is the test. I'm interested. Honestly, what I, what I think is going to happen is this. I think that because Congress already switched up and is now Democrat, they're going to do a bunch of investigations. And this shit's going to go real slow and real painful for Donald Trump. And, and even, if he kinda, even if he gets out of it, it's going to fuck him over. And one of his kids is going to jail, whether it's Donald Trump Jr., whether it's Ivanka or Jared. One of them are going to jail. He's going to have to pick which ones are staying out and which ones going to jail. And this is going to be interesting because them Democrats are going to make this shit go long and slow. And low-key, whichever Republicans are going to be safe through all this bullshit, and, long, and, and, and they know they can flip on them and look good in front of the country, watch what happens. Look out for Lindsey Graham, uh, senator for South Carolina. Watch how he moves around. If that motherfucker flipped, Donald Trump is officially fucked. Anyway, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Um, Please check out both episodes. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, concerns you want to get at me, uh, D-U-C-E-M-E-A-N-S-27 at gmail.com. Deuce means 27 at gmail.com. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Anchor. Hey, congratulations to me. I'm on motherfucking Spotify. I want to thank you guys for listening. Always um, shout-out to my kids. Shout-out to KK, my baby. Uh, I miss you. I'm glad you come home. glad you're at the house. Uh, Shout-out to all my homies. Shout-out to the crew. You know how we do. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with a brand-new episode. This has been Observing Report. Have a good night. Peace out.